morning, ladies. Happy Monday. Happy Monday after Mother's Day. I hope that you all had an amazing weekend. Um, and I know that this weekend is hard on some women too. So if it was a hard weekend for you, I hope that you were able to lean into him. Um, remember the good times. Remember um, Jesus and all of this. It's so, it can be a really hard weekend. Um, but also I hope that you moms that are in here have some time that to get spoiled on and loved on and just reminded of how important you are often, um, us moms, we have a thankless job, right? So I hope that, um, you are encouraged a little bit. And if no one encouraged you, then I'm here to say thank you for all that you do for your kids, for your family, for your friends, for your church and beyond. Thank you for everything that you do, that the world won't continue on without us doing our tasks. So it might be a thankless job, but I'm here to say thank you this morning. All right, we are going to hop right into things. We're talking about your 10 million miracle, and you're probably wondering what the heck is she talking about, but we will dive into that, um, about really the value of life um, through an odd source, but we will get to that in just a minute. First, hello, Rebecca. Congrats on your races this weekend. I saw you running all around and happy Mother's Day to you. Um, let's break down prayers. If you have something that you need prayer for, please feel free to comment. If it's an unspoken prayer request, as always, you can drop an emoji or comment below um, and we will absolutely pray for you, but let's open this up um, and then we'll get into our 10 million miracle podcast. So Lord, we just come to you today with such thanksgiving, Lord, because as much as for moms, we can feel that it's a thankless job. Father, we know what you did for us, giving us your one and only son um, was selfless, thankless, um, just overall the most amazing gift that you could give us. And we just thank you so much for doing that for us. Father, um, I know that there is a word that women in here need to hear. So speak through me um, and help them to lean onto you even more through their fitness journeys, through their nutrition journeys, um, and help us to grow closer to you in our difficult times. We love you and we praise you. And we worship you, and in Jesus' name, we pray. Uh, we say thank you and amen. Unspoken prayer request for Amber. Absolutely, my words are going to get the best of me today. Oh, I pulled my shoulder over the weekend doing something. I'd love to even tell you what I did, but that's part of getting older. I was like, I don't know. I stood up today and I tweaked my shoulder, um, but I was like in so much pain yesterday. It was unbelievable. So thankfully it is feeling better today, but I've been not able to sleep super well because I've been in pain. So you'll deal with me stumbling over my words a little bit. I'm sure I'll hear about it on Facebook, but please be patient with me if I am stumbling. And if I do look a little extra tired, I am my shoulder. It was annoying. I have a shoulder injury um, from when I was in college trying to think back how many years ago. So anytime I get like a tweak of pain in there, I'm like, ah, it's coming back. That pain's here. And that's not 
that's not the case. It's just a little tweak, but I have like a flashback of that. Thanks, Christy. Bye, Paxton. He needed to be acknowledged, apparently. He was here for the prayer and now he's here for this. So we're talking about this 10 million miracle. Um, my husband had brought a podcast to me. I love learning and growing and listening to different people. And he had brought a podcast to me. He goes, this is um, crazy. This is a really crazy analogy. And so I'm going to share it here with you and then break it down how we need to transform our minds and our mindsets to this, even with our faith and in everything else that we walk through. So um, a man, actually, I believe it was a podcast, but he was interviewing someone for a job. Um, and the job was, or one of the questions he asked, I don't actually know what the job was, but the job, the question he asked in this interview, and this is the man hiring, asked the interviewer, interviewee, um, if I could give you a job or a million dollars, what would you choose? And the person being interviewed said that he would choose the job. And he gave all these amazing reasons because, you know, he plans to be here for 10 or 15 years. He knows his next line of action that he wants to take. He can continue moving up. He did his research on the company. He knows how to invest um, and that he could make a million dollars without a doubt or more with, within his time with this company. And the person that was interviewing said, you know, it's a great answer. It's really good. He goes, how about this? Um, I would give you $10 million. You have the choice of $10 million. It was 10 or 12. Uh, we're going to stick with 10 for the case, <laughs> for the sake of our title. $10 million today, guaranteed you have $10 million today, starting at you know midnight, but you're not going to wake up tomorrow. And without a, without a missed beat, the person being interviewed said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to take tomorrow. I don't want $10 million today. I, I want to live for tomorrow. And he said, wouldn't that be remarkable if you woke up every day with that attitude? You're telling me that your life, just the mere fact of waking up tomorrow is worth $10 million to you. And he said, yeah. He goes, why don't you wake up every day with that vigor? Not for a job, not for money, not for getting anything more, but to say, there's a price on my life. And in this example, it's $10 million, right? Or $12 million. But in our examples as Christian women, as daughters of the King, our life was paid for with Jesus. How much more should we want to live and just be thankful for today that we get to wake up and breathe. It's a miracle opening our eyes, right? And for this person being interviewed, good morning, Christy. He was saying, my life is worth $10 million. Each day is worth $10 million, not even your whole life. Like I would rather my life than get $10 million. Jesus did more for us than $10 million on that cross. What if we woke up just in so much thankfulness, in so much gratitude, in so much just, I owe you, Lord. Hey, Sarah. Well, to be fair, Sarah, there's no Zoom link for this one. There's just a Zoom link on our big our group calls and client group. 
So you don't have to worry about that. Um, Jesus did so much more than that. What if we woke up and just were like, thank you, Lord. I know that it's going to be a difficult day. I know that I don't have $10 million. I know I might not have $1, but I woke up today and I'm thinking, I took a breath. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I woke up today and I'm here. And the odds of you being here are so slim, right? We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised next minute. I'm not promised the ability to finish this live. I'm not promised anything. We are not promised anything. God gives and takes away. So what's that number that you'd put on your life? Is it 10 million? Is it 1 million? Or is it really just looking and going, Jesus died for me. That's a big price to pay. And I'm not going to waste that sacrifice any longer. I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to live to honor him. I'm going to live like this is a miracle that I'm in right now. You're a walking, breathing miracle, even if you did nothing else with your life. The fact that you woke up today and our bodies process things the way they do. I've been deep in um, study for a nutrition exam and it's not an easy exam, but it's always eye-opening when I look at science and that's why I love it that he cares about how your body processes different food molecules and how that energy is made. He cares for you. This is a miracle. The fact that we can move around and my brain signals move my fingers and I do, miracle. That I can rest and sleep and wake up the next morning, miracle. That I can tell my brain like, hey, I wanna wiggle my elbow and it moves, Miracle that I eat food and it's converted into energy, which makes no sense, right? It makes no sense that I should eat plants and eat vegetables and eat meat and eat all these different things and eat grains. And it's converted in these small little microscopic ways to make energy for my body so that my brain can function, my blood can flow right. Then you look at the cardiovascular side of things, and you look at your heart, it is a miracle that we are living. There is no way you are an accident. You are not here by mistake. So stop viewing your mistakes, right? Stop viewing things that you wish you could have redone in your life as reasons you shouldn't wake up tomorrow, as reasons you should just give up on your health, on reasons you should just, you know, not continue forward. You are a divine miracle. Amber, ooh, at the same time, divine design. Every little fiber of your being leads back to the one who made you. And yes, with science, we're trying to figure it all out. You can't, you can't. There is no way, there are so many things that happen and chemical reactions that are happening in your body right now, right now that are miraculous, that you can think and then blink and you can think and then breathe. And there are things that you don't even think about that we take for granted, like my heart beating, like my lungs processing oxygen, like my blood flow, knowing when to go to the um, outer parts of my fingertips and when to come back when they're out of oxygen. 
there are things we don't even think about, the neuro connections happening in our brain right now that we just get to experience. It's not something that we did. It's not something we earned. My heart beats because it beats. I'm not saying beat heart, come on. And I'm not saying, all right, I'm working out, beat heart, 15 more beats per minute. Beep. It is a miracle that you are here. Oh, Emily, I'd love for you to share it with her. She can search up and tomorrow it'll be um, live on Spotify and Amazon and A-L-E-X-A and um, Apple Music's Samsung music, all of that. You can just search Fit and Faithful Moms, the pod podcast will come up. You are a walking, breathing, talking, moving miracle. And yet we use our mistakes not as projections forward to keep going and go, I'm going to learn from that. We use them as reasons to hurt ourselves. And I'm not talking physically per se. I'm talking, I had a bad day. I'm going to drink wine. I had a bad day. I deserve this processed food. I had a bad day. I, you know, am just going off. I can't lose weight. So you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I want to do this, that, and the other thing. No. We had a bad day. That's all it is. Let's stop allowing the enemy to have such control over us and over our decisions that we make. And then it gets so bad that he doesn't even have to say anything. And I say this all the time, right? We do the enemy's work for him because we just get so upset and aggravated. We move back. We move way backwards. I love Romans. Um, Jenny, if she is listening, she's one of my clients. We both love Romans, but Romans 15, 13 says, now, uh, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You need to believe that you were bought with a price. You need to believe that you are worth more. You need to believe that you are a miracle walking here. There are things that we have to do for Christ while we're on this work earth. Women get the work done. Sorry, men, but women get the work done. We do the ins and outs of this thankless job called womanhood, motherhood, all of these things. We sacrifice ourselves for others all day long. And I want you to think as you start to get those thoughts of no one notices me, no one cares, no one even noticed I did the dishes. You know, if I stopped doing all the things around this house, this place would be a disaster. I want you to take that thought and not use it as a negative, but go, what are all the things that Jesus has done for me that I haven't thanked him for? All the things that Jesus has done for me that I just take for granted, my breathing, my sight, my feel, my touch, my emotions my ability to have children, to have this home, no matter how big or how small. I need to believe in that. What we believe is what we become. And we believe in a God that gave his only son to die for us. And if we were to make a list just today of all the things we didn't deserve, 
it would be it would be piled high. It would be piled high. But we do that as a mom and we expect everyone to see every single thing that we're doing or as a woman or as a wife, I do the dishes every day. I don't complain. He never says a thing. How many times do we do that with Jesus? And maybe God's looking down going, man, I gave her free will. I gave her breath. I gave her the ability to see. I gave her the ability to move. I gave her the ability to eat and choose correctly, to move the right way, to do all these things. And she hasn't said thank you once to me. But God doesn't just like freak out. And Jesus doesn't just take it away. And he doesn't hold a grudge. He just says, you're welcome and gives it again the next day. We need to come in that posture with some of our relationships. We need to come in that posture to our kids. We need to come in that posture to our kids' teachers. We need to come in that posture to how we treat ourselves daily. This belief, and this is why I focus so much on mindset in my program, because this belief that you will be better when you get something is from the enemy. You have all you need for today. And it is all over scripture, all over scripture. We're not to worry about what's coming ahead. We're not to stress about uh, what's going to be next. We're not called to know all the whys and the hows and the can do's. Our pastor yesterday, as I was preparing for this message, um, said from the very beginning, when God started speaking to Abraham, he just said, go to the place that I will show you. There were no directives there. There was no landmarks, no like next steps. It was just go, just go. You need to believe that you already have all the joy and peace in you that you will need for today, for today. In that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us. We have to treat this shell with love and respect. We have to remember to start our prayers and our praises with praise. Thank you, God. Before I come to you with all my needs and my wants, I need to just first start by saying thank you for these kids who are driving me nuts this husband who may not recognize all that I do for me complaining. Thank you for allowing me to do that and not just striking me down, <laughs> right? We need to be in that place, in that belief that we are a walking miracle. And there are things that God is calling us to do, but we cannot do them without us fully believing that no matter what we do, if we were to do a million things today for other people, or we were to do none, that it is a miracle that we are here. You need to also know that people are watching what you do. And this is where I teach with my movement and my nutrition in my clients. And for you all too, this isn't about you. Your health journey isn't about you. Yes, it's going to be great when you lose weight or all of this other stuff, but it's not about you. It is about your kids. It is about their kids. It is about chain breaking mentalities that have been holding your family back. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what health condition it is. 
Is it high blood pressure? Is it um, diabetes? Is it obesity? I don't know what it is, but you hold the power because of the Holy Spirit to break that chain of health conditions in your family. So when you start eating better and believing that you're eating better because not you're worth it, not because you're worth it, because he's worth it. It needs to become less about me and more about he. He is worth it. But then your kids see how your mindset shifts when you go, I'm choosing to fuel my body with the right things. I'm choosing to go a more difficult road at first. It's going to be difficult because he deserves it, because he bled out for me, because he did these things for me. And guess what? The next part of this, this belief thing, is that if I changed the wording in that, when the question was, if I would give you $10 million today or you don't wake up tomorrow, and the man said, I want, I choose tomorrow. And that means, okay, your life, the very fact of you waking up is worth $10 million to you. If I said to you, you could lose 15 pounds today, could be at your goal weight, 15 pounds, hundred pounds, whatever your goal weight is, you could be at your goal weight today, or you don't wake up tomorrow. What are you going to choose? Your number on the scale is not that important. It really isn't. So if you're doing it for the money, you're not doing it for the right reasons. If you're doing it for the number on a scale, you're not doing it for the right reasons. How many moms in here would be like, I'd be so happy to be in a size six. Get me to a size six, get me to a size four, get me to my 130 pounds. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. But then you don't get tomorrow. Is it really that important? No, when you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it's not. It's not that important. Is the number great? Sure. For something. I don't know what. But I've said it a million times. You don't get into heaven. Like, how much weight did you lose, Heather? Oh, and you kept it off? Front of the line. Front of the line. Get on up here, girl. Look at her. She lost and kept off her weight. No. He looks at our heart. What are the reasons behind what you're trying to do? Is it vain? Is it for someone else? Is it for the beach? And you just want to be like, look at me. I'm a mom and I'm in a great bathing suit and a bikini. Do you think the Lord's going to give you strength for that? It's not for glorifying him. We're trying to glorify ourselves. But when we start eating healthy and saying that number doesn't matter, is that a good gauge to see if I'm going in the right direction? Sure, it is. I have to look down at my, my car's fuel tank every now and again to make sure I've got enough gas in there to go. But if I'm only viewing my gas tank as important, and that's all I'm looking for when I'm on this drive in my car, I miss everything else going around me. I miss the scenic routes. I miss the conversations with my kids. I miss the growth. I miss the miracles. I miss the moments because I'm so focused on the gas tank. I'm so focused on it. But guess what? Your car doesn't just run on gas. 
it doesn't just run on what you fill it with physically. It runs off what you fill it with spiritually. And I'm going to combine this and liken it to the, there's gas that's important to go in your car, unless you have an electric car, <laughs> but then you need to plug it in, right? It needs its rest, but your car also needs oil changes in the oil is your spiritual side. We need the holy oil to come and anoint us and touch us. Your car needs an oil change. So if you're just focused on the number on the scale, and we're going to say we're just focused on the gas tank and making sure we don't go to E, we got to keep filling up and filling up and filling up. And we're so concerned about that gas tank number. And we forget about the oil that also needs to be changed. There's going to be a piston that flies through the hood of your car. How do I know this? I've seen it happen. <laughs> My uncle did not change the oil in his car forever. And this is an uncle that's not a blood uncle, but one of those ones we call aunts and uncles. And it just burst through. And my dad was like, oh, he never changes his oil. And it takes a long time for that piston to burst through a hood. A long time of neglect. A long time of not thinking about it. A long time of not caring to the fact that you forget. And you now run in a different mindset that only the gas tank matters, not my oil. Are you wondering right now why you're not hitting your health goals? Is it because you're only focused on the gas tank, the physical, the human side of getting healthy, and you're not looking at the oil reader, your spirit, your God that died, your Jesus that came, your God that made you? We're not looking at the oil anymore. We're going to have a piston fly right up out of you because we're only doing it for the wrong reason. It's one thing to look at the scale and use it as a gauge. It's one thing to look at your gas tank in your car and go, am I full, low, where am I at? It's another thing to solely look at that as your reason for changing, as your reason for developing, as your reason for growing, and then you become obsessed with it. And that's all you look at. And we miss the very things that were meant to bless us because we're so focused on that scale. We're so focused on that one thing moving. So I want you to, to look today. If we were to be questioned, you lose your, all your weight today or you don't wake up tomorrow, what are you going to choose? We're going to choose waking up because that's a miracle in itself. So the weight really doesn't matter. The enemy wants you to believe it does because it's a self-centered way to think. I want you to fuel your body from the oil of the spirit. I want you to be filled with him. And that will then lead to you making better choices. To you eating, not because you can't have something, because that's not what's best for my body right now. That's not glorifying God. And I want you working out so that we're able to move, not to punish yourself for the food you ate over the weekend. I want you to eat so that your kids see how we can honor God in even our food choices and our exercise choices, because Hebrews 12, one through two says that therefore we also, since we are surrounded 
by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. There is not a reason for weight to be there. Yes, it's the weight of the world. Yes, it's the weight of our sin, but it's also your focus on weight. Let us weigh aside, lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him endured the cross despite the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Since we are surrounded by people watching us, and they do, they watch us Christian women. They judge us. They want to see what we're doing. Oh, the holy ones. We come to them for prayer, but we seek what we judge. That's fine. But we don't need to work like the world. We don't need to work with just looking at the weight. We don't need to work with just looking at the scale. We don't need to work with just looking at all the foods we can't eat because, ah, health. No, it's a miracle that you have your health. It's a miracle. And we have a choice to choose and prolong that and keep it tip top. We have a choice to get our oil changed in our car. We're not. We have a choice to fill our gas tank. We're not but we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, not just other people watching on, but the ones that are closest to us, our kids and what they're learning. Think about the things that you've learned from your parents right now that maybe weren't the best nutrition or exercise things. Maybe they weren't the best, but they've, we've hung on to them. And it wasn't something that was spoken and taught. It was what was done. It was an action that was done, finishing all your food. Maybe it was that food didn't come very often and you just, you ate whatever you can just because it was there, but now you're not in that season anymore. You don't need to live in that thinking, but you still do because that's what was accepted and taught. We need to remember that our kids are learning from our actions, not our words. So stop focusing on all the things you can't do and the fact that, oh, I have to work out and we can't go get ice cream every night and focus on the things we can. I can choose to eat these vegetables that are good for me. I can choose to have ice cream, but not every night. I can choose to move my body because I am called to run with endurance. And that is scripture. I need to lay down aside every weight, weight of your expectations to where you think you should be, weight of the world that seems like it's on your shoulder, weight of other people that you just are waiting on them to say thank you. The weight of your scale that's showing you a number, you will not be happier 10 pounds less if you do not worship and praise him. You will not be a different person when you get into those genes if we do not change your chain of thought. The reason we yo-yo is because nothing changes up here. We can lose the weight. You don't need another YouTube video. You can just jump rope the weight away. You don't need anything. You don't need any more knowledge on how to eat right. I'm studying this huge exam for nutrition. It all comes down to veggies, healthy meats, and good starches. That's it. That's it. 
Those are the things your body needs. You don't need to research anymore. What you need to let go of is this weight thing. Whether the scale or that you're not good enough or that you'll start tomorrow, this sin so easily ensnares us and holds us back. And then once we get to our goal, it brings us back. And we yo-yo, let's break the weight of why we're working towards this. It cannot be for you because it's not enough. It cannot be for you. It has to be for who we're surrounded with, who's witnessing what we're doing. We're doing a change for him, not for me. And you know what? We're gonna face trials. We're gonna face difficulties. We're going to face times that don't make sense, that don't add up. But according to James 1, we're supposed to count that as joy because the testing of your faith produces patience. We're not just going to get self-control. We need to be tested through it. We're not going to just get our um, ability to stop eating uncontrollably under control without being tested. We're not just going to get patience. We need to be tested. I'm not just going to get my degree. I had to be tested. I'm not just going to get this nutrition certification. I've got to be tested. I have to continually be tested for my personal trainer certifications, for my CPR certification, for my nutrition, for my health coach. It's not just a one and done. I have to continually be tested in learning new things. There, your health is no different. Being a mom, no different. All of this, no different. You're going to continually be tested and the test will be in line with where you are. It's supposed to grow you. It's supposed to challenge you. It's supposed to frustrate you a little bit. Do you think Jesus wasn't frustrated with the disciples when they kept asking all these silly questions, <laughs> right? And Jesus is trying to speak to them in parables because it's not just about what words he's speaking. It's that the words he's speaking transcend time, that it's not just for this one situation you're going through, Peter. It's for all mankind. It's not just for this one thing. It's for everything. Do you think Jesus was frustrated? I can only imagine. As a mom, I put myself in Jesus' position all the time when my kids don't listen. And I'm like, man, how many times have I not listened to the spirit today? How many times have I just cast him aside? I don't want to. I don't have the time. I don't feel like it, Jesus. So shh, just go away. I've got this, God. I've got this one. You go deal with Ukraine, Lord. I've got this one. He cares about you as much as he cares about the children, women, the orphans, the widows. He cares about you too. Let's move forward and drop the weight, drop the weight. My clients ask me all the time, how many times do we weigh in? We really don't. Because at the end of the day, that's a byproduct of you getting better. That will be a byproduct of getting closer to Jesus and making those decisions. And if we're guiding your progress and we're guiding your success by weight and in inches, then we're working on a worldly scale. And that's not what I'm about. I am not about working on this worldly scale that has brought us to this point of desperation where we go, nothing works for me. Jesus does. God does. He is for you. 
You are his daughter. You are called to do amazing things on this time that we have on earth, regardless of your weight. But can you do it with endurance? Can you run the race he's called you to do? Or are we choosing to eat foods and do things that cause us to be slow and tire out and stop and sit and be sad and have no energy? Let us have hope that there is a way that's better than the, what the world's teaching us. We need three main things. Leafy green vegetables, <laughs> lean meats, good healthy carbohydrates. The world has messed this up so much, so much that we're now, our bodies are not producing things like they're supposed to. Our pancreas isn't working how it's supposed to. Our small and large intestine are like, what is happening? There's no vitamins in this, this stuff that they're putting in here. God's angry at how the world has become. And I'm angry at how the world has disrupted and made this health thing into what it is today. Psalm 35 says his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm frustrated. That's why I made this group. Enough's enough world. We've had enough. This isn't how we live our lives. This isn't how we're going to live our, our fitness or our nutrition either. And God is mad too. But he also told us that it's going to happen and that we have a choice to make because his favor is for life, not just our lives, for our kids' lives, for our grandkids' lives, and for generations to come. When you wake up in the morning, I don't want you to think, oh, another day. I want you to think, thank you another day because it's a miracle you're here. It's a miracle you're here. God is good and blessed is the man who trusts in him. Man, I could go through all the Psalms. They're so good. They're so good. Ecclesiastes 2.24 is where I'm going to end. Is nothing is better for a man than that he should eat and drink in that his soul should enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw was from the hand of God. So if you have a bad day, can you run to food? Absolutely. If you have a bad day, can you run to alcohol? You sure can. If you have a bad day, can you sit and wallow in it? Absolutely. But this also, you can find at the hand of God. I had a bad day, I prayed. I had a good day, I prayed. I had a tough day, I prayed. I ate wrong, I prayed. I ate right, I prayed. Let's praise God. Let's transform, not because of a number we wanna see on the scale, not because of a weight, not because of a gene size. Let's eat healthy because it's honoring him. And when we as moms wake up thinking, gosh, no one appreciates what I do around here, let's think back real quick to Jesus. He understands all of our pains. Have we appreciated him enough today? Already at 1041 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Monday morning, have we appreciated him enough today? Have we thanked him enough today? Have we given him the glory he deserves today? 
are we so focused on other things that we just don't because the enemy ensnares us and he makes us think of all the things we don't have and can't do. There might be things you don't have right now because you can't handle them right now. We're growing in faith. We're growing in our fitness. We're growing in our nutrition. This doesn't happen in two weeks. It doesn't happen in three months. It doesn't get checked off in one year. It is day in, day out, choices for him, choices for him. Your faith is not the same today as it was the day that you gave your life to Christ. So your fitness and your nutrition is not going to be the same the day you decided to get healthy as it is going to be 10 years down the road. It's always going to be growing and changing. We're always going to be having these trials. We're always going to be having these tests to level us up, to level us up. They're good tests. They're leveling us up. So let's level up today, ladies. Enough with the scale. Enough with the weight. Let us lay aside every weight. Let Hebrews 12, one through two be your scripture today. Let's wake up with praise, with the mindset that if even if we lost the weight and we weren't promised tomorrow, we take tomorrow. Even if we had a million dollars and $10 million, we choose tomorrow. Your miracle, that is a miracle. It may not look like the parting of the Red Sea, but it looks like you breathing in and out. Let's breathe in his good and exhale praises. Let's stop complaining. Let's stop breathing out the problems. Let's stop looking at that thing. Let's stop looking at the gas tank. It's there. It's a good gauge to know what we need to do, but the oil is important too. And that cannot be the one thing we're stressed about as the world is passing us by. That cannot be the thing that's guiding you forward. Because there's nothing that brings joy from the scale. It does not redeem you. It does not save you. It does not make you who you are. He does. So let's make the choices because he allows us to. Let's get a little better each day because he deserves it. Let's move forward because he needs it. He deserves the best. Let's give them that with our choices. So the scriptures we looked at today were Romans 15, 13. We looked at Hebrews 12, one through two. We looked at James one. Um, and then we looked at Ecclesiastes nine and verse seven. I hope that this was helpful to you today. I hope that you know that you are a blessing. You are a walking, breathing miracle. You are needed here. If you woke up today, God needs you. God needs you. You woke up today. And yes, are we going to go through things that we would choose not to? Absolutely. But going through them, we have the choice to bring glory to God. Are we going to bring glory through just our praises, praise report? Or are we going to bring glory through our problems and our struggles and a weight? Will we bring praise through that. Jewel, we are praying for you. Absolutely. Um, ladies, if you want to talk about transforming and being coached in a way that isn't worldly, that isn't based solely on weight, that is coached on more than that and be surrounded by women 
going through this as well, you can comment miracle below. We will set up a time to chat and go through what your goals are. See if you're a good fit. The best thing is I'm not going to try and tell you anything. Either we're a good fit and we agree or we're not. And I've got 22 years of resources and other people that can help you and guide you. And you might just need a, a little word. Let's get that from each other in here. Let's grow each other. So comment Miracle if you want to learn a little bit more about how the Methodized Mom does things in not a worldly way, but in a scripture-based way for your health. And let's remember, right now, we can change our mindset to ditch the weight and focus on him who is our way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Let's remember that. I love you ladies. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Um, and let me know how I can pray for you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody. Hey.